Hi everyone, it's me, Queen PR, one half of those wrestling girls. And before this show starts, I want to talk a little bit about our sponsors over at Manscaped. They sent Chrissy B and buy some products that we are obsessed with. It's the ultimate hygiene bundle for men. And we want to show men just as much love as you showed to us with an exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping on manscaped.com with the code Those Wrestling Girls. And we want all of you to walk away with the performance package 4.0. So this fabulous package comes with the lawn mower trimmer, um, the crop reviver and the crop preserver, which is ball deodorant and toner. And you can also get those nose and ear hair uh, with the weed whacker and also comes with the performance boxer briefs, which are really sexy. And to top it all off, you also get this carrier bag, which is super sleek. So you can put all of your goodies in here. So please, guys, feel confident, feel sexy, and get the performance package by Manscaped using our code, Those Wrestling Girls, for 20% off and free worldwide shipping over at manscaped.com. All right, guys, listen. The only thing that matters if you subscribe right now or comment or whatever you're doing right now, go to the page. What's the name? Oh, go to the page right now. What's the name? I was talking to my friend right there, the sexy Chauncey the Bear. He know what time it is. There's two of us and there's two of them, right? Those wrestling girls, there's two of them. Make sure to subscribe, like, watch, enjoy. Queen PR, Crystal B, those wrestling girls, TWG, Black Excellence, making it effortless podcast, bringing up women and wrestling. Let's go. Hey, everybody, what's up? We're back. It's your girls, those wrestling girls. It's your girl, Crystal B, and Queen PR. And today we have another series that's coming for you guys because. The Sasha Banks one was just so damn good. It really was. We I have love to like, right. So we have to actually keep it going. And I'm, it wasn't meant for it to be like a four horsewoman type series, it but wasn't. it just happened to be another four horsewoman. The one and only Big Tom Bex. The man, the last kicker. And if you can see, I have the last kicker hoodie on. But yes, I also have, have a throwback last kicker shirt. Yes, hundred percent. Shout bad out to me. Um, yeah, I love that. When I found out we were recording a Becky Lynch series, I was like, you know what? Let me pull out my Becky Lynch merch because I got back into wrestling heavy in 2017, 2018. and I feel like twenty eighteen was like Becky Lynch's year when she really came yes. out, and she was a big part of like what kept those wrestling girls kind of inspired in the beginning. So I'm really excited to talk about her career, how far she's come. At the time of that we're recording this, she is. Um, out, out for an injury. injury. Yep. She just dropped the belt to Becky. I'm um, sorry, Bianca Belair. Um, but before we get into all of that, you want to check in real quick, boo? Yeah. Um, how are you? Let's start with you. <laughs> I I am um, I'm good. 
I'm good. I feel like I always have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, at the moment, I'm good. It's the end of a very long week. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. But I'm here with you. Yeah. To be. That's what I can say. I'm My here. Sister, I love you. Definitely love you, too. We are here within... The past few weeks, uh, a friend, a close friend of the family passed away. So he was at a balloon release for for him and his family. Um, I got to see Mary J. Blige again. Nice. Concert was dope, was amazing. Um, and, you know, just been working, keeping my head down, doing what I need to do to elevate myself and my spirits. Mm-hmm. And refrain from cursing people out. <laughs> That's like a talent. It is, and this is how I'm like, yo, the fact that I didn't curse someone out this week is an accomplishment (laughs) for me. A talent I'm trying to hone because if I don't say it, my face will. Right, right. My face don't. Send my condolences to you and your family. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. And Um, um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, you have been keeping it together too. Because you have not cursed anyone out. I'm proud of you. Girl. I'm Even if they deserve it. You're, you have been, you know what? Doing I'm going to drink to that. Cause child. You know mm-hmm. Let's cheers to that. Okay. Part of self-care and check-in. Yes. Yes. Cheers to four years. Absolutely. I want to manifest that we are going to work for ourselves. And not too long. No, not too long. Right around the corner. Right. By the beginning of 2023, those wrestling girls are definitely on top. And I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for you. And this is just a blip. Definitely. Definitely a blip. Big picture. Right. Definitely a blip. And definitely going to be a bigger picture than this. This will not hold us down. This will not stop us. You know what they say? When you start to feel uncomfortable, you, it's time for a shift and trust mm. God during that shift. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Love that. Trust in God. So on that, that note, we're going to be right back. What up? It's your boy Blue Badger from the Mixed Tag Show and also owner for your Aware. Now, I know you've seen the announcement for some of your favorite podcasters. And soon you'll see some of your favorite wrestlers, too. I decided to expand my business to be a vendor so people from the wrestling community have more chance to connect with some of their favorites. So check out foyeraway.com and see if your favorite podcaster or wrestler has teamed up with me. If not, let them know they should. Also, if you're looking for a vendor for your merchandise, go ahead and reach out to me at Blue Magic Grind, spell how it sounds, or For Your Wear, F-O-R-U-R-W-E-A-R. And shout out to those wrestling girls for being one of the first to join me on this journey. Their merch is already up, so go ahead and cop that. All right, y'all, we are back, and we can finally jump into episode one of the Becky Lynch series. And we're going to start from the beginning, of course. We have to start from the beginning. Although it seems so much easier to start from when P and I actually became attracted to her in the ring. We have to start from the beginning to see where she came from. Um, It's it's funny because, you know, watching like her 24 and all of these things and she was showing throwback pictures of herself as a stewardess, like as a flight attendant. Mm -hmm. What if Becky definitely never decided to pursue wrestling? Oh my god i'm so glad you started with that because it's almost when you think about the women's evolution and like where even just wrestling is now it's hard to think about it without becky lynch right because she really has 
come as close to someone who like crossed that mainstream where it was like people knew of the man like even if they didn't know what that phrase meant they kind of they kind of knew who Becky Lynch was she was getting really you know popular on social media and trending and she just got to a popularity where you know and we'll get to why she's called the man but like she really became that and yeah. I can't even imagine, like, if she didn't come back to wrestling, like, thank you, Finn Balor, and everyone, you know, I don't want to assume everyone knows her background story, but, you know, she almost quit wrestling after an injury. She became a flight attendant, like her mom, um, and she could have very easily chose a different path. Right, like, she she could have been on our flight so as we was going to Mania. Right. Of, like, <laughs> just on, another uh, fan. Right, just another fan, like, really licking her wounds that she didn't get to pursue her dreams like we don't need we I don't think we ever needed that for Becky Lynch at all I think like you said everybody go through ups and downs and that was a blip in her and her journey that was definitely a, a rough patch on her journey but then when she came to NXT in 2013 Ooh, excuse me, it's the wine, y'all, it's the wine. Um, <laughs> when she came to NXT in 2013, it was like, it was kind of hard to figure out what to do what to do with her. Right. You know, everybody knew that she has the potential. She had the potential and the wherewithal to keep going, to prove herself. Like, this was her passion, this was her dream. She wants to keep going and going and going. But it was just like, her in-ring abilities, they improved. And this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. They improved as, you know, time and things went on. Um, definitely became a four-horse woman through, through her time in NXT with Sasha, with Charlotte, with Bailey. Right. Um, definitely proved herself. And then when she got called up, she had to prove herself. But at NXT, that that um, fatal four-way women's match... Ooh, yeah. No, it was so good. And I love that. Um, and I just have to like pull this up real quick because it's just so like, wow. It's like, who is this? Right. Who is this at this right. point? Like, who is this woman? Like, we really don't know who she is anymore. <laughs> but if it wasn't for this woman, her right here, we wouldn't have got this one here. Right. We wanna got the one on on your wall, P. Like mm-hmm. we went from last kicker to the man to big time backs to big whatever she is girl. right now. I you know. know, like and I love to like with um Becca with um Becky Becky Lynch, um, is that she it was like the universe like putting them all together at the same time because you know Re- Rebecca Quinn her real name she never wanted to do just like a lot of the other four horsewomen she never wanted to be a diva she didn't want to pull hair she didn't want to cat fight she didn't want to strip her clothes or any of the stuff that women in WWE did although she grew up a fan she coming from you know Ireland where she like trained with Finn Balor like she was a wrestler so for her to then come in and have someone like Sasha and Charlotte and Bailey who were on the same type of time where it's like no I love wrestling and I want to be respected and looked at just like the men so we're gonna we're gonna work together whether we're friends or not because you know now that so much time has passed um we're gonna make this happen and they made people not just pay attention to nxt but i mean i'm sorry not just pay attention yeah not just pay attention to nxt but also pay attention to women's wrestling like all together like i think 
people talk about that golden era of NXT with like Kevin Owens and like Finn Balor and all that. And they are equally in that conversation. I don't think just because they're women, it was just like, they were like the main attraction at one point. Like people sense the change. They sense the, you know, the energy and like the fire in all four of them, including Becky Lynch, that like, yo, they're going to like do something, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it still seemed like we already knew, like even during NXT times, like Charlotte and Sasha were it, you know? Yeah. And we really didn't know where Bailey and Becky were going. And it right. was just like, okay, but Sasha and Bailey have this epic fucking match at SummerSlam um, TakeOver Brooklyn when they first came to um, Brooklyn. Yeah. And then people are talking about Charlotte, but it's like, what about Becky? Like, you know, Becky was also tag team partners with, um, with um, Sasha at one point. You know, she... It was like she was always in the shadows in a bit in, in, in some way, shape, or form. And then even when she got called up, she was still kind of in the shadows. And we all know the fucking storyline that I hate that they made Becky do with this whole quinoa situation. <laughs> it's just like, um, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, this girl is super talented. You got her bulking up off of quinoa. Running with a bowl and spoon. I can't, I'm pretty sure that she is sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's funny because I think one thing that does work for Becky Lynch, like personally, I think a part of her personality is that she is very sarcastic. She is very witty. She does like puns. So she said, I don't remember what it, it was I was watching, but she was just like, I wasn't on TV you know, so I wanted to do something. Like, I wasn't just going to be backstage and just, like, do nothing. So she would post them, like, on her stories. And it, they're highlights now. Because I remember going back, because when I got, like, obsessed with her after the man, I was just, like, you know, I went back and I was just, like, you know, I, I didn't pay her as much attention as I should have, like, over the years. Because, like, like you said, it was all about Sasha and then ba- and Charlotte and then Sasha and Bailey, And then on the main roster, it was all about Sasha and Charlotte after a while. And when I went back and I just saw some of those videos that you're talking about where she would just go around and, like, make these, like, funny videos. And I was like, this is so her. And I think that's one of the things that, like, Becky fans have always been there because she kept us engaged where it was like, we know who, like we are connected with Becky Lynch, even when she wasn't the main attraction. And then when she became the main attraction, it was just like, this is awesome. Cause we always like love like, this is the side of her. We wanted to see, like we always right. knew it was there, but now that we have it, yeah. it's just like, give us more, feed me more, like feed me more Becky, more of this. But even when she got called up, to um Monday Night Raw for the Women's Evolution, and she was a part of Charlotte and um Paige's group PCB. It was still like you already saw the tension before the tension started to erupt on TV because it was like, where are we placing Becky? Right. Like I'm happy she got called up when she did, but it's like where are we placing her? Like what is happening for her to actually be like? okay, you know, we can, you know, do more with her here because once PCB broke up, Paige was injured, I believe. Charlotte was going on doing whatever and just like Sasha when she came out of Team Bad and then it was like, where does Becky go from here, you know? 
and we did a, a four horsewomen episode eons ago mm-hmm. and we rated our four horsewomen and i want to know if your rating if you remember what your rating was and if it's still the same but i want to know that after we take this break okay so i did leave off with a question but before we answer that question i feel like we're skipping a few a few steps in becky's career do you remember her debut <laughs> oh my god it was so bad like thinking it back it was so cringy and like also like really wwe like i mean we, we all know like you're known to like just lean heavily on somebody's culture into someone's culture and the culture but that was just so like bruh yeah, that was cultural appropriation. If I ever, like, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it's cultural appropriation because it's an Irish person doing it. Right. It was not just appropriation, bad. but it was just very cringy. Yeah, to me, it was just like just bad, and it just goes to show where anything is just like, oh, um, especially like with women, I feel like it's such a cop out where it's just like you don't know how to market women, where the fact where it's like, okay, you're a decent wrestler cool oh you're irish done like you know like we're way like women especially like someone like becky lynch who you know before you know she joined nxt we talked about when she took a break and she almost didn't you know come back to it prior to that she was very well known on the indies to a certain extent Mm -hmm. she worked with like Paige, and um you know she's from ireland so you know the Bevis family being from the UK, she worked with like Paige and her mom, Natty, you know, so she was on the scene and she was a wrestler. So this wasn't like her first go around. Like, yeah, this was like her, you know, return to it. But the fact that it was like the only thing you could really do is like have her do like the I, you know, that whole thing I think was such a like cop out. Right. Um, but also kudos to her and most people that come to WWE where you just kind of just got to roll with the punches. Like they say, this is what we want you to do. You kind of just do it. And she did it. <laughs> and she did it. But Becky rolled with the punches so much. Like she's a body bag at this point because right. mm-hmm. it's just like, how many punches? Ouch. How many punches can you actually take before you get fed up? Right. You know? Which, yeah. She, they, part- they put her with um, Sasha. They they marketed her in a way where people was just like, all right, well, she's good, but she's not a Sasha. She's good, but she's not a Charlotte. Right. She's good. I don't know who's better, her or her or or Bailey. I think for horsewomen, we could put her there. Yeah. And I would even say like at this time, like arguably that Bailey was better just off the simple fact that Bailey had that kid sympathy vote. So people, especially in the full sale, you know, arena in that time, not arena, but you know, that time, like it was all about Bailey. So Becky really did, in my opinion, kind of like fall through the cracks. I mean, she did have banger matches like they all did. Um, And it kind of, and I do have one question for you after this, but um, like she kind of was like, you know, decent. And even just like her, but like this like brown hair, like it just doesn't, nothing about this feels like her. It's not um, Becky. It's like, it's not Becky. It looks very forced. And when you, you know, we'll go into the man in the next episode, but like how comfortable she feels being that compared to this, it's like very much like, again, you take what you can get. 
Um, but how do you feel about the fact that Becky never won the NXT championship? She needs to go back. Mm. She's, I feel like she's the only... No, Charlotte isn't either. I'm gonna say, I feel like she's the only horse woman that's not a Grand Slam champion, but Charlotte isn't either. Mm. But Charlotte went back, and Charlotte also carried the NXT belt multiple times. So, right, right. Um, but I do. I feel like Becky does need to go back, mm-hmm. just like they did with Charlotte and Rhea. But who would they put? Yeah. I don't feel like I don't feel like having Becky and Liv. More, I mean, Mandy Rose. No, like, it would uh, have to be someone that has been built up to such a level that they're even on Becky Lynch's level yeah. for her to come back to face right. or even maybe someone in which I like about like her and like Sasha Banks, like someone that, you know what? I like her. She's good. I want to make her kind of vibe. Like I can see yeah. Becky Lynch doing someone like a favor in a way kind of thing. Um, but I am, it's so interesting now. Cause you can say, and again, like arguably, I don't want to start no beef that she is probably one of like the most and i'm just saying this like she could be arguably the most successful for horsewomen right like just yeah. her crossover appeal and all that kind of stuff and the fact that she is the one out of all of them that's never won the nxt championship is very interesting to me it's so very- it would be interesting to see like if she does ever go back to nxt who would be even like worthy enough to face her right i don't feel like right now nobody is really nobody I can't wait for her to come back too. Facts. I miss Becky. Becky. Becky left us on the cliffhanger when she was helping Bianca. Come on she now, did. come back to us. She did. Yeah. Shout out to her. What's your first memory of Becky Lynch? I don't think we ever talked because you've always since we've met, you've always been a Becky fan, like since day one. I think my first memory of Becky was that Fatal Four Way mm. match at NXT, and then my yeah. memory got refer- like it was off and on, and then her her being called up because I'm like you deserve it. You deserve to be called up. I'm glad mm-hmm. they didn't overlook you in this aspect. Like they see something in you that the fans see. They see something in you that you probably don't see yet, but you're gonna see it eventually. So yeah, those are my first two and favorite memories of Becky. And then of course, when she became the man. Yeah, of course. We're gonna we're gonna hold off on that. Yes, I can't wait to get into that. Um, but my first memory of Becky was definitely the Fatal Four Way, and it was like. I didn't watch it like live. It was more like, you know, yo, you got to watch the four horsewomen. Like they're killing it. And then being like, okay. But my attention was still never on Becky at that time. Like it was always on Charlotte and Sasha for the most part. Oh, we know. (laughs) (laughs) Or um, like Bailey because of Bailey. Yeah. So, um, and even when they came up to the main roster, I was like, okay, that's who they chose. And, you know. He wasn't two-faced. Like, I don't know, like, I love Becky. Don't, like, get me wrong. Like, it was something always very likable about her. Like, she has that quality to connect with the fans that, like, most wrestlers, like, try their hardest ever, like, their whole career that she had from day one. And I've always argued that Becky was always a fan favorite. Like, it's, they try to make it seem like, you know, she, no one, you know, no one fucked with her. And then, you know, she got her face broken open. And then that's when everything turned. And it was just like, no, like, Every time I went to a show, the crowd was one of the loudest for Becky. Like, whether mm-hmm. she was in the match, whether she was a background character, whether she showed up on the teleprompter, the the fans always loved Becky. Like, there's a reason why she was the first SmackDown Women's Champion. Like, there's a reason why she was called up. And like you said earlier, like, she may not have seen exactly what it was. The fans may not have seen exactly even WWE. But there was something, like, always there. And it was just, like, 
waiting for like that right moment. And even like, I'm so glad that she got the opportunity. I agree. And she needed, I don't think, cause it's like who else but to call up. Right. Right. Like, yeah, we could have called up Bailey, but I don't feel like Bailey was ready at the time. I think NXT still had more time. Like they wanted more to do with her. Like, yeah. Um, and they did. And you know, we were happy that they were able to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so true. So now we're Becky gets called up with Charlotte and Sasha, and you see Becky and Charlotte's friendship. You see that roller coaster of a friendship, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because they were really real life friends. They were really real life best mm-hmm. friends, and it seemed like as much time as much time Becky was getting the shine or getting that proper spotlight. Charlotte just came and like took the rug from under her feet, mm-hmm. like literally. And that even started way back when like they first feuded in like 2016, where it was it was like you know where like Ric Flair was more involved, but it was always this like you know Becky's the loyal friend and Charlotte you know turning on her. So how did you feel about PCB? To be honest, I knew it wasn't going to work Ooh. because out of that three, out of that trio, Paige and Charlotte were respectively the stars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I just feel like they just needed somebody to fill that. Oh, we could get Charlotte's best friend Becky to fill that third spot. If you're gonna have Team Bella, which was the Bellas and the Alicia Fox, Team Bad, which was Tamina, Naomi, and Sasha, who else but to call but the loyal best friend, Becky Lynch. Right, right, right. So, um, that was definitely, I, I knew it wasn't going to work. And then, like, once they broke up and Becky was trying to be the peacemakers, like, you had two big, two big bulls or rams trying to go like this. Right. And Becky's in the middle, like, no, don't right. do it. And then once they started, like, playing, I remember... Um, who who said it? Paige or Charlotte said to Becky in the ring. Paige. Yeah, you're um, you're worthless. Like you're nothing. Right. And Becky's face yeah. was just like, I know, it like it was an embarrassment thing, but I feel like it was some type of truth to it, the way that her facial expression went. Oh yeah, and I think there was definitely something there because it's like it was it, like TV, You got Paige, Charlotte, Becky. Like we already said, like Charlotte was like one of the stars, and even in NXT with with the four horsewomen and then you got Paige who's been a a fan favorite or you know presented as such she was on tv a lot so she was a star they came to the main roster to be with Paige like she was a star so then you got Becky Lynch who we've already talked about falling through the cracks in NXT and then now she's in there so the two stars were Charlotte and Paige Paige was a former Divas champion. Charlotte became a Divas champion. And then that's when the whole jealousy became. And like you said, um, Becky was like the peacemaker. And what's interesting looking back is like those stables, like Team PCP was only together from like, I want to say May to like January. Yeah, it wasn't long. It wasn't a long time. And it was already positioned to where Paige said that line. Um, And Charlotte obviously would go on to become the first like, WWE Women's Champion or the Raw Women's Champion now. Um, And then later on, Becky became like the first SmackDown Women's Champion. But before that, it was very much like she 
was presented as an afterthought. And but like I say, the fans always fuck with Becky. Because we saw it first. Yeah. We saw it first. We definitely saw the potential Becky had. Um, and it's funny you mentioned how Charlotte became the first Brawl Women's Champion at WrestleMania because that match, Becky and Sasha was in it. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's in an uproar after Charlotte and Sasha get their dolls and Becky doesn't get one and she's in the match too. Right. That was... <laughs> wild and wild footage of like them presenting the doll (laughs) like is so just like oh my god because next to sasha and charlotte she was with them in nxt just as much so and and like she's in that match too like it's just not it's not just like oh you know i'm just here no like no you know i'm in it too i'm in too like that had to crush her more ways like it just the feeling of being overlooked in a company that you thrived and wished to be in for so long, and then you get these rejections and you being overlooked, and then if you don't perform well, then it comes back on to you, and it's like, you're not even helping my development. Becky, just know that the WWE Universe had your back and will always have your back, okay, sis? Because you got plenty dolls now. <laughs> Period. Definitely do. So um, she never, so Becky Lynch never won the Davis Championship. Um, and she was in that triple threat at WrestleMania um, with Sasha and Charlotte, which was a huge, huge moment for them. Uh, it was WrestleMania 32. It was a huge moment for women's wrestling. Um, I remember Lita showing up, and that's when the belt went from the Divas Championship to the WWE Women's Championship. And the Divas, you know, um, you weren't called a diva anymore. You were now called a superstar, just like everyone else. And the fact that Becky Lynch was a part of that match, like I am very, you know, very proud of that. Um, a lot of, you know, Charlotte ended up winning that match um, with interference by, you know, her father. She was a heel at the time. But how did you feel about that match um, being won, you know, the first time? It was a huge match for women's wrestling at the time. Like, obviously, they would end up main eventing a couple times. But at the time, this was kind of the equivalent of that because it was the first time that they were on the marquees. This match was promoted just as much as the main event. Like, this was a big match. How did you feel about it? And how do you feel about the outcome? Do you, do you see Becky winning? How do you feel about her performance? I was excited about it. And of course, I saw either Becky or Sasha winning. Because mm. it's like Charlotte already had the belt. We all know Ric Flair is gonna be the is gonna be play his role. Dirty player, dirtiest player in the game. Mm-hmm. And then you have your daughter who's gonna be the dirtiest player in the game's daughter. Like, it just didn't make sense, but it also made sense as much as I hate to admit this. <laughs> it made sense. It made sense. Because if we didn't have that, we didn't have the overlooking, we didn't have all of that, like I said, we wouldn't have the Becky that we have today. Right. 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 So we got to take all these little bumps in the road and just be like, look where it got us. <laughs> but this match was epic because because I'm glitching y'all, I'm sorry. Sasha and Charlotte were at WrestleMania the year before as Triple H's um, mm-hmm. goddesses, if you will, along with Alexa Bliss. And then to be in a triple threat match on the grandest stage of them all the a year later with Becky and they all like 
kicking ass and taking names. It's just something that you really aspire to see. Like you really just be like, okay, they like they didn't go back down to NXT and be like, all right, well, who was those girls you brought up last time? You know, right, who right. they are. They actually came and like had a full circle moment a whole year later, which everybody loved seeing. Everybody loved witnessing those moments. I wish I was in Texas for that one. Right. That was huge. That was a huge, huge, huge moment. I've rewatched it a couple times and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, especially because you can feel the gravity of the match. Like, of course, you got Snoop Dogg, you know, coming out with Sasha and all that kind of stuff. But um, right. and they didn't, I, them two had big intros and Becky really did not. Very true. She had a lot of steam. She was doing her steampunk thing. Shout out to my mm-hmm. shirt. Um, but yeah, she didn't have a lot of the pomp and the circumstance that um, Sasha and Charlotte got. She definitely wasn't pre- presented as that. Right. Uh, I think it's also notable that she tapped. She's the one that tapped out to Charlotte, not Sasha. And Sasha was the one that got was getting pulled by Ric Flair. So you know, I always think about like who they choose to protect, and they wanted to protect Sasha, and they you know Becky was the one that was going to just to never have her win at WrestleMania until this year and we see how right right exactly and I'm sure a lot of people were expecting um I think either Sasha or Becky to win and um uh Charlotte ended up winning that um and then after that um Becky you know again she always had the fans you had the brand split you had the brand split wasn't Becky Um, the first one to SmackDown too she was the first woman drafted to SmackDown in 2016. Mm-hmm. She definitely was. Um, and she fe- at this point, she's feuded with like Natalia, Naomi, Tamina, Paige, Dana Brooke, um, basically everyone on the roster. So she was one of those like helping hands where it was just like, you know, she's going to show up. She's going to put on a good match. She's going to be funny. And again, I feel like these are all moments that gives fans time to be like, yo, I like that Becky Lynch girl. Like, you know, like... Uh, you know, she's not positioned the same way that Sasha and Charlotte was billed and they were going back and forth with the title. But, like, I like that Becky Lynch. Like, she's mm-hmm. quirky. She's funny. She's likable. Um, but she ended up on SmackDown. And now this is her time to kind of just, you know, make a name for her own self. True. Um, but, yeah. How did you feel about Becky on SmackDown back in the back? I loved it because I was more so Team Blue at this time um, because of the fact that, you know, mm-hmm. Raw, it wasn't. Raw wasn't given what it was supposed to have gave. And, you know, we were only really watching for the women who would um, be there. And then that was it. Like, although, you know, Shield, Shield. Um, was there and, you know, but it was like for really for the women. So when Becky was on SmackDown, I'm, like, oh, I'm going to watch SmackDown. I feel like SmackDown was more of the vibrant show. Mm-hmm. It was more of the show that listen to the fans and then you have Becky on there and then you know they had they introduced the SmackDown Women's Championship and she fought her ass off and she won she became the first woman to become to hold that title and rightfully so rightfully so and I think it's such a kudos to the women at that time to where the the brand split happened and they were like there's so much female talent at this point we're gonna we have we need a a secondary title you know at one point we did have the divas championship and the women's championship at the same time and now to have like the um smackdown and the raw one and then for them to pick now i'm sorry um becky to be that person 
um, I think was a testament to like they were paying attention, mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm-hmm. she was in a six pack challenge at Backlash. Um, she ended up eliminating Carmella, and I honestly think this is one of those people that, um, I'm, I'm sorry, one of those matches where I feel like we kind of was like Becky got to take this, like you know, like you know Becky got this in the back kind of thing. It was like, only right for her to take it, right? Um, and she ended up losing it to um. Uh, Alexa Bliss, um, which I was like totally like not surprised. Um, but she did um, receive a rematch um, and a steel cage match. And what I love about this whole thing um, with Alexa Bliss was that it kicked off like a legitimate like feud or like a match with Mickey James. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, as a huge Mickey James fan who thinks her return in this era of first to NXT and then coming to the main roster and doing what she did with you know alexa and everyone was like so cool and the fact that you were able to even just see that you know a becky lynch and now looking back in like 2022 i'm just like wow like we got to see that at least now um but she was always kind of a baby face after this she you know kind of went against like the welcoming committee um but yeah she was always kind of a face like she always was kind of always had the fans behind her Always had the fans behind her. And I feel like I want to, I don't know if I'm jumping or we're on the right mark. Like when, so around this time, after she's going through all these feuds and stuff, Charlotte is out on injury. Mm-hmm. We don't know when Charlotte is coming back. And we know at this time, Charlotte and Becky was kind of like helping each other. Right. Um, but Charlotte's out on injury. So they say, if you know, you know. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I think, uh, Becky's getting a dog piss like stomped out of her around this time. And then who succumbed but Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So now this is right before, like a few weeks or so before SummerSlam and Charlotte is inserted into another match she did not need to be inserted in. Ah, that's a fact. She's inserted into the, it was a SmackDown, it was a women's championship match because at this time Carmella is the SmackDown Women's Champion. And Charlotte is in the match. And I'm just like, what the Now it's a triple threat. And it turned to a triple threat. It happened at Barclays Center. I was there. Mm -hmm. I saw it. I wish I could put the video clip up here because... So the match goes on or whatever. We And Charlotte's like real apologetic. Like, I'm sorry. This, that, and third. No, you had an agenda, bitch. You Mm -hmm. had an agenda. You feel entitled and you think you're better than your best friend Becky. And again, that was, you know, 2018 ain't the first time they have friction. Like, Charlotte, you you turned on me first because you do legit think that you're better than me. You do yeah. think because you're Charlotte Flair that you can get more opportunities than I do. When I've been here just as much, I work just as hard as you. I'm just as talented. The fans love me just as much, if not more. True. Yeah, so... At the end of the match, Charlotte wins. She says she's sorry. She apologizes. She goes out to shake Becky's hand. Becky shakes her hand. And then, boom, Becky turns on her and walks, stomps a mud hole in her and walks her fucking dry. And it was a moment. Was you with me that day? No. We go through this, I feel like, at least once every, like, three months. Because we've been to so many shows together. It's so hard to figure out. I met you at the Raw after SummerSlam. Was that the one with the shield? 
that was the one with the shield and that was when we yeah that was the one with the shield because i was on my retreat in new hampshire and i remember like trying to get like internet service in the fucking mountains to watch SummerSlam. and then i remember getting on the bus and literally meeting you at raw like i had like a sweatsuit on i'm gonna find you that did. Photo you did i like was like literally fresh off the fucking greyhound and met you at barclay and then yeah. we went to we went to raw and we got to see the show come back but the night before that was when that happened and a lot of people especially now we've seen a lot of like you know tag teams turning each other at this point it's kind of like predictable or you know best friends turning on each other but you never would have saw this with becky right that's the thing impact was so huge and i think it's because we all were just waiting for her moment like we didn't know what becky lynch's moment was gonna be but we knew like we were waiting for it so like i always um considered like the becky lynch momentum starting at money in the bank yeah and in 2017 and in 2018 becky was a fan favorite in those matches like every time she did anything every time she did a spot every time she climbed up that ladder she the pop the crowd were was behind her and i think the 2018 one i will as i was watching i remember being like because the fans were so behind becky i was like yo becky's gonna win this becky's gonna win this and she ended up not and even just her you know i was just like okay yeah this is when fans are gonna start like being like we in brooklyn y'all so y'all can't do no shit like that in brooklyn and think that you know people not gonna jump the barricades because if i wasn't so i mean we weren't that high up but I would have jumped the barricade. I probably would have been banned. But you know, yep. we here, we here. So I'm exactly. happy. But that really led into, in my opinion, I think that led into like that SummerSlam turn where we were all behind it. Like it was not. It was like yes, Becky. We were all we thing. were tired of Charlotte at this point. We had the same sentiment that you have, where it's just like, does Charlotte really need to be in this match? Kind of vibe. Um. And we were like, yes, Becky, it's time. It's fucking time. Absolutely. I I wholeheartedly fucking agree with that. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to leave you on a cliffhanger because we're going to have a second part coming up. And the second part, we're definitely going to talk about this feud that carries on with her and Charlotte because mm-hmm. and the what feud that carries on with what leads to. And then... Maybe Shout out to Laura Moran, artist who I bought this from. It's super cute. Oh, yeah, I need one, Laura. I need one. Um, mm-hmm. and then maybe we'll go into a part three, but because the Ooh. conclusion of this Becky Charlotte feud, oh man, I was there in person for that one. Yeah, it was amazing. But we're gonna leave you guys here. And P, you never answered the question, so we're gonna come back to that question in a second. We need to ask that question, and yeah, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. On that note, it's your girl, Krista B. And Queen PR. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. Queen PR, Krista B. Those wrestling girls, TWG. Black excellence, making it effortless. Podcast bringing up women in wrestling. Let's go.